Welcome to your podcast, Leadership is Tricky, where we'll tackle various topics, challenges, and experiences as it relates to your investment in leadership. So let's design success together. Now your hosts. Hey, everyone. Eric Ocasio here with Leadership is Tricky, or LIT. Uh, I'm here with uh, one of our past co-hosts from uh, previous seasons, seasons one and two. You guys have heard his voice. Now you get to see his face. It is Dr. Stephen D. Carter. How you doing, Dr. Carter? Hey, uh, I'm doing great, Eric. I want to just thank you for having me on. I know it's been a while. I know we've all been busy, but uh, it's great to be back here on Leadership is Tricky. Right. So Leadership is Tricky is um, an affiliate of the AUSA C.W. Abrams chapter here in Wiesbaden, Germany, which is the number one chapter here in Europe, uh, five years running. Um, and we have an event today at the Penta Hotel here in Wiesbaden, Germany, um, to celebrate Oktoberfest. So for those that have never been to Europe, um, have never been to Oktoberfest, we kind of brought it from Munich to here. We're going to have a good time tonight. And uh, what you're going to see is clips throughout the night of me doing ad hoc on the spot interviews with folks that are affiliated with AUSA um, and lifetime members like myself and Dr. Carter here. And uh, Dr. Carter, what is your affiliation with uh, the AUSA uh, chapter here? Oh, thank you very much for asking that question. Uh, I'm actually the vice president of Young Professionals. Young Professionals is a national program that is designed to target junior civilians, uh, senior enlisted, and junior officers, uh, or or, uh, otherwise mid-career personnel, uh, to help them network, find uh, career opportunities, and just show them what's out there so that they can have career broadening experiences uh, through their networks and affiliations uh, with those who are more senior. That's perfect, too, because you've had a long career right in in the military as well as as a civilian and a lot of your work that you do outside of, you know, your your real career uh, bubble. Um, It's it's great to know that you're out there, um, you know, impacting the youth and, and sharing your experiences. And that's kind of what the the foundation for leadership is tricky is, is right, is sharing those experiences and those little golden nuggets uh, with young professionals, senior professionals, but just, you know, folks that are trying to navigate this this, this crazy world of leadership. Um, So question for you, Dr. Carter, because I'm going to put you on the spot here. Um, So you have this affiliation with young professionals, right? What drove you? What is your purpose? um, You know, kind of what, what drove you to, to be a part of that and do this? Eric, that is a, that is a great question. Um, what I have learned, um, as you can tell, I'm, I'm fairly young. I'm about 21 years old. But in my 21 years <laughs> of life, um, I have learned that uh, all that I have achieved, um, the, 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 the stature, the, the, the occupational positions, all this, my education, I received through the benevolence of others, whether it was Uh, someone taking time out of their day job to teach evening and weekend classes, Uh, whether it was a a senior enlisted or a junior officer or a mid-grade officer, even a general officer who took time to uh, help me understand and navigate the the, the military environment, Uh, that being in the joint environment, in the special operations environment, in the in the in the infantry environment, the combat arms environment, because um, in your experience, you're going to you're going to work a profession, right? But even within the profession, you're going to go through different environments and understanding how to navigate within those environments requires some assistance. You need some help, some mentorship, some guidance, uh, or just someone to help you understand the environment in which you're uh, occupying. Yeah. And I, and I, I would attest to anyone watching or listening today is Dr. Carter has been instrumental into my development um, as I start to navigate, you know, beyond the 21 years old, right? <laughs> no, but no, no ser- you know, with all seriousness is, is you do take the time to mentor, coach and inspire folks like myself um, that have not been to where you've been already. So it's really important and, and really admirable that you're giving that back to the young professionals. And then th- the last question I'm going to ask you, and, and then I will ask everyone um, that, that we interviewed tonight the same question. Um, if there's one thing that you can share with our listeners out there, um, really our young professionals, um, when it comes to leadership, service, purpose, what is the one thing that you would leave with them um, that they probably need to think about as they move on in their careers? I will tell everyone 
regardless of your station in life and in your career, you need three people. Always keep these three people close to you. You need a coach, a mentor, and an advocate. A coach talks to you. A mentor talks with you, but an advocate speaks for you. And that's what I like to leave everyone with. Right. So um, thank you for your time, Dr. Carter. Well, thank you, Eric. Um, I want you to enjoy the Oktoberfest. Have a nice beer. Uh, we have some pretzels out there. Um, but, you know, just sharing company uh, amongst the uh, professionals tonight. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so folks, uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll, we'll have some other folks come on here uh, shortly. Um, and, uh, you know, they'll, they'll share their experiences as well with you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, folks. Hey there, we're back. Um, so uh, we just had our introductory uh, introductory remarks uh, here at the Oktoberfest uh, Association of the United States Army uh, Oktoberfest Festival here at the Penta Hotel here in Wiesbaden, Germany. And uh, I've had the pleasure to snag David Fulton, uh, who um, we're just going to get into it. So what's your affiliation with AUSA? So I've been a member of AUSA for quite a while. I've been the chapter president here in Wiesbaden of the General C.W. Abrams chapter for for, for a good number of years, but I transitioned this year and I am now the president of the European region, which has eight chapters throughout Europe. Uh, and I am kind of the kind of the forward arm for AUSA to, to help organize chapters and uh, meet the intent and, and uh, focus on the focus issues for AUSA and our army over here. Thank you for that introduction. And it's a pleasure uh, to have you on Leadership is Tricky. So, um, so you've been doing this a while. Um, you're your former military as well, right? Mm -hmm. So, so what drives you? What is your purpose to continue to do um, do this and serve your community? So it is a so the AUSA, the Association of the United States Army, is our Army's professional association. It is that one organization that covers everybody. Whether you're you're an active duty soldier, whether you're National Guard, you're reserve, you're a family member, you're a retiree, or you're a veteran, and or if you're just an interested citizen. Uh, AUSA is there to support you, and and it is our Army's organization that they, private organization that they reach out to, uh, to help support, um, focus on on the Army's the Army's key focus items for the entire year. So I have, ever since I've been, I, I was a lieutenant. You right. were, were always told, you know, the Association of the United States Army is a great organization to be a part of, and I was a part of it, and I, and I have continued to to be a part of it. I. I particularly like the fact that it looks out holistically at the entire the entire army family of everybody. It's not it's not just looking at a segment of, of our of our army force, but it's looking out for everybody. And that, that kind of is what gives me the energy to serve within a USA. Right. And it takes a, a you know special commitment to do that, because I know you give a lot of your time to these events, um, you know, speaking engagements and also, you know, the recruiting folks like myself, who's a lifetime member as well. Um, with AUSA. And, you know, I've been around the, the military community my whole life, right? So going from a military brat to now, you know, you know government civilian uh, for quite some time. But, you know, just to be a part of this community and see what you're doing is very inspiring. Uh, so thank you for that. So, hey, so we, we had Dr. Carter on earlier and we were talking about young professionals. Um, and so what I'd like to, to, to ask you before uh, I let you go, since it's only supposed to be a five minutes of conversation, is for those folks out there that are struggling with leadership um, and or in a new leadership role or a young professional, you know, what's that one thing throughout your career that you've seen either work or from experience that you would kind of leave some advice for them, you know, um, kind of as a teaching moment or a golden nugget that you found throughout your time? So I so so for me, the um, the golden nugget is networks. Never, never uh, leave an organization without having improved your network while you were there, right. because you can always reach back to that for mentorship, insight, experience. Um, and I, you know, when you when you retire from the military, you, you, what you take with you is is your networks. You take with you your your fitness. You take with you your finances. Um, you take with you the values that you've had over twenty years while you were in there. But but when I'm talking to young professionals and people coming up and they're just getting started. Um, I tell, you know, first, you know, focus on your networks, get right. to get to know as many people as you possibly can, because there's always somebody that can that can help you uh, um, 
with with the challenges that you have. Yeah. So we had a just just uh, real quickly. So we did have an episode on networking, right, and the power of networks. And and one of the things that I've learned over time is is those meaningful connections too, right? It's going into a network with them and developing that mutual respect and that meaningful connection, so that you can always reach back in, right, mm -hmm. uh, to make sure that you're going for the right reasons. But that that's great advice. Um, so Dr. Carter mentioned mentoring, coaching, yeah. and, and yeah. someone to help inspire and development, you know, and advocate for folks. And then you come back with uh, building the network so you can have yeah. that same uh, ecosystem. So, no, Dave, thank you for for, for your time. Okay. On the if, I'm th if I'm thinking like Dr. Carter, then I then I'm then I'm in the right direction. So, good. <laughs> All right. Good. All right. So thanks for your time. Um, thank and, you, uh, Eric. This yeah. is great. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for what you're doing. Let's go ahead and resume this video as well. So we're back again with another um, um, special guest here at the Oktoberfest for the Association for the United States Army, uh, Gemma McGowan, who I've known for a long time now. Absolutely. Um, so welcome to LIT. So when I said in the last episode of LIT, right, some people call it that. Gemma's the one that's been putting it out there. It's LIT, it's lit right? So lit. thank you for that. You're welcome. I love it. All right. So. Gemma, so what's your what's your affiliation with AUSA? So this year I became the chapter president for the General C.W. Abrams chapter here in Brisbane. Well, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I know it's like big shoes to fill because so Dave, right. he moved up to the European president, which is amazing. So I've had about five years being the vice president and learning from him. Right. So I was definitely ready to take the reins. And you're doing a phenomenal job. Thank you. I just don't know how you have the energy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so if anyone that that knows or wants to follow Gemma, so I follow Gemma not only on Facebook, but also on Instagram. And every weekend she's somewhere doing something phenomenal, whether it's with her daughters, um, with her husband, uh, who's he's in a rock band, right? Yeah, he's a metal band. Right, yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, or she's doing her own podcast, which uh, she does a travel podcast, uh, which gives us a lot of information and, and places to go um, uh, if you're here in Europe. So um, yeah, so the next question I have for you is, I see that you do a lot of events. I see that you're a part of AUSA. Um, I see that you give a lot of your own energy, right, to, to, to furthering the cause for the United States Army. So what's, what's your purpose and why do you do this? Yeah, that's a good question. A lot of people wonder also where I get all my energy from. Right. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. And I just have to tell, I tell people it just comes naturally. Right. I'm not forcing anything. I'm not, you know, trying to prove something or I never feel it actually gives me more energy. Like I love just working with people. Um, and the purpose is like I, our military community, I feel, I feel very uh, honored to have like the lifestyle that I have and what the military has done for me and my family right. and the people I have met. I mean, I can't, I don't have words, the most amazing people that I've met in my military career. Um, and just, I feel this is a way that I give back and kind of make the community better. And, um, that's my, that's my purpose really right. just giving to our, to our military community, to our, supporting our soldiers or families. If I could do a little piece of the pie to do that, then yeah, I'm happy. And it give, makes me happy. I don't get tired from it. It just makes me more motivation to do more. No, that's awesome. Cause, uh, you know, one of the things that I, I keep continue to say, and I'm pretty sure the listeners are going to tired of me saying it, but you got to live your purpose or you always live someone yeah, else's purpose. Right. And, you know, I always say my purpose is to serve, but I think we're mm -hmm. kind of similar in that fashion. And, uh, what you're doing is, is very inspiring. And, and oh, thanks, Eric. yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, the last question, cause I did promise to keep this under ten, uh, five minutes, yep. right. Is, um, Dr. Carter and I, we opened up the the episode talking about young professionals. Um, so one of the questions I have for you, if you could leave, you know, with, with your military background, you know, civilian background, giving back to the community, your, your role in AUSA and affiliation, um, what's that one thing throughout your time when it comes to leadership that you would leave um, with our young professionals out there? What's something that they can take away from, from, from your experience? What I would tell young professionals um, and what I've learned is to go outside of your comfort zone right. and things that scare you or just take the risk of doing something and uh, it only makes makes you better. And do things, if you have an aspiration to do something, then work towards it because anything is possible, right. you know, and just, but do what's kind of scares you or just take risk. Um, so I wouldn't have been here in my position or anything if I, you know, wasn't, uh, you know, doing that, taking risk or, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Really pushing the status quo. I know my purpose because you always have, I think I tell young people too. just listen, just listen to yourself and how things make you feel and then find your tribe. Cause I know like these are my tribe and the way that I feel around these professionals, I realize these are my people. Right. So that's what that's what I do. And I, and I love being on Lit. Thank you so much. <laughs> Leadership is tricky, and I'm so happy to be on your podcast. Sorry. No, th- thank you for taking the time. I know you you're you're hosting this thing, so you got to get back to to, I, yeah. to your tribe. Um, I'm gonna send you some people in here, some great people. All right, awesome we look, we're looking forward to it. So thank you, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna go pause here, and then uh, we'll come back for the next guest. Perfect. Thanks a lot. All right, folks, uh, we're back with our next guest uh, here at the AUSA Oktoberfest event at the Penta Hotel here in Wiesbaden, Germany. Um, I've got the pleasure of having David Norton here. How you doing, Dave? Good. Thanks, Eric. All right. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, thanks uh, for, for joining. Leadership is tricky. So so what's your affiliation with, uh, with AUSA? Well, thanks for asking. Actually, my current affiliation is I'm the executive vice president for the European region of the Association of the United States Army. Cool. Yeah. So, so how long have you been in that, in that, in that space? I've been in that space now for about six years. Okay. And so I'm a former past president of the actual, the CW Abrams chapter here. Okay. And so after I was getting ready to leave and the chapter was migrating from Heidelberg to Wiesbaden, I recruited Dave Fulton to take my place. And so you've seen how that progresses. And then Gemma McGowan is now has the pleasure of leading the chapter. Right. So you kind of blazed trail for everyone to, to, to get into the leadership positions and, and I'm sure you're, you're you're still giving back and 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 mentoring folks so that way as they get into their new roles. Huh? Absolutely, yeah. right, awesome. That's part of the program. Cool, yeah. And we work together, and I know so you're still giving back to the army, um, and you know you're you're part of AUSA and doing a lot for the community. So, kind of, why do you continue to serve, and you know, kind of what's been your purpose? Um, you know, kind of what what drives you to continue to do this? Well, so I'll I'll be honest with you. I first started my association with the AUSA as a community partner, otherwise known as a as a corporate sponsor. Okay. And so I was the former um, chapter president reached out to me and said, hey, you know, your your company does a lot to support the, the troops here. Would you be interested in supporting our chapter? I signed up for that. And as I participated more with the Association of the United States Army, I saw all the great things they do for the soldiers, the families, the retirees, the veterans. And I said, I really want to be more of a part of that. Right. And so not just did we donate money to different events and stuff like that to support the community, but I also personally took an active interest in, in helping out with my time and my expertise to help teach younger people how they can be better in their craft mm-hmm. and to give my energy to the association so that they can do more things to support the community. No, that's uh, extremely inspiring, right? And I think uh, the common theme throughout the folks that we've had on tonight uh, so far has been is like this this desire to to serve, right? And this desire to 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 motivate and coach people to be better, you know, um, uh, in what they do. So one, thank you for that. Um, and then, so so with your um, your experience in your in your long career um, and all of your your time giving back. Um, right, we're still going to keep the theme and the last question about young professionals, right? Those folks that you you set out to serve and, and inspire. What's the one thing you would leave with them, right? Throughout all of your experience, that you know, that one piece of advice, that one golden nugget that you that you've garnered over your time. So, what I would like to leave with with the soldiers or other young professionals that are looking to better themselves is if you see somebody that you admire and respect and you want to try to emulate their journey, then don't be afraid to reach out to them. Ask them to be your mentor. Right. Let, let them take an active interest in your professional development so that you can be guided on your journey and also become hopefully as professional and as successful as them. Right. So uh, it's funny that you say that, right? Because uh, the common theme is you know mentorship, coaching, um, and then finding advocacy right out there in the community. And part of that is getting out of your comfort zone. Um, uh, but no, thank you and, for- and It's not easy to do that, right? It is not, it is not. It can be know. intimidating. Right, it's not. But I think I think there's enough folks within the community that can help tease that out and make things comfortable through meaningful connections and discussion. 
um, and, and in creating that holding environment that AUSA does is is a part of that uh, that journey for for a lot of us. So um, one day, thank you for your time. Um, it's taken a few minutes just to get on our podcast here, and I promise to keep it less than five minutes. So I think we we hit that target. Nice. So yeah, so uh, thank you for 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 joining us, thank and you, uh, and I'll see you back over there, and we'll we'll have a beer together. All right, all right. I'm looking forward to it. All right, everyone, I'm here with my next guest here. Uh, really, really uh, honored to have uh, Stefan Cleave here um, uh, with us here at the AUSA event at the Penta Hotel here in Wiesbaden, Germany, uh, where leadership is tricky, is on the road, right? So, uh, Stefan, so um, what's your affiliation with AUSA? Yeah, I'm in uh, reservist of the German Bundeswehr, okay. German Army, and we are we followed the invitation of Gemma. Okay. Yes, we got known to at the ceremony of the airlift. All right. Yes, and she invited us to come here and to get to know into some other guys to to get into the network. Yeah, so it's it's uh so I've known Gemma a long time, right? So uh uh Gemma introduced uh uh Stefan here and his uh his uh reservist compadres. Exactly. Um uh who are here as special guests for AUSA and being part of the Bundesphere who you know you, you United States Army Europe, right? You know, we we are extremely tied at the hip. Uh, with the Bundesphere, and uh, we're we're honored to have you here, not only at the AUSA event, but also on the podcast. Um, so, um, so you serve, right? So, exactly. Right. So we talked about you're you're an officer right now in training, exactly. uh, soon to be a captain. Yes, right? exactly. All right. So, so why do you why why did why did you choose to serve? Yeah, I joined the military in two thousand eight for the basic military service. Okay. And and then I was in a civilian university, and then after the graduation. I, I came back to the military okay. um, as a reserve um, officer. And yeah, I believe in the mission of the German army. Right. And then I want to bring my part to it. Right. right. Yes. So, so that's that purpose, right? That exactly. Purpose, right. Cool. So um, what's what's something that you've learned, you know, because you, you are an officer, right? Yes. So you have to lead soldiers. You have to lead, exactly. you know, young professionals. Yes. You know, what, what's something that you've learned that uh, yeah. that you didn't know before you started this journey? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think you 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 always have to, to keep in mind that every that every soldier has a personality. Right. Yes, and, and yeah, you you yeah you you keep that in mind that, that everyone is a special on his own, and then there's a personality. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things we talk about a lot on uh, you know on leadership is really understanding your people. Yeah, right? exactly. And um, you know, I, I think I talked about it in a couple episodes ago. Is that um, having that meaningful connection with each individual helps you as a leader exactly because That's everyone I mean. everyone's extremely special right exactly and, yeah and the personalities yeah. sometimes exactly. get in the way so yeah so um yeah when when do you when do you think you'll become a captain uh next year in june right i'll graduate the training mm -hmm. and i will become captain yeah awesome yeah no i, I want to thank you for taking the time to yeah it's a pleasure to be here thank you yeah awesome yeah so uh yeah it wasn't too bad right it wasn't too bad thank, <laughs> thank you for having us here yeah no thank it's you. a pleasure yeah thank you and yes. thank you for being a part of we the are, USA. as i say we are a reservist group uh frankenstein maybe you heard about it yeah it's a castle in the southern part of darmstadt mm -hmm. and yeah our our mission is to 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 make together some events with you guys right uh, we also have connections to the mi Okay. Here in, in Wiesbaden. Right. And it's military intelligence. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And we do, uh, we are hosting events together, like marching, shooting and stuff like this. Yeah. And I think it's uh, especially special times right now with everything that's happening exactly. in the world that, exactly. um, you know, our, yes. our alliance is strong. And we yeah. want to keep the, the the cooperation between USA and Germany. Right. That's what we're doing. Yeah. And I've, I've been in Germany a long time and, uh, you know. Uh, Welcome. Yeah. Thanks. It's great to have you here. Right. All right. Well, thank okay. you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Sir. And uh, we'll we'll hit pause here, and then we'll we'll, we'll welcome our next guest. But uh, okay. Yeah. Con uh, congratulations on all of your training, yes, and thank uh, you. and hopefully uh, you know some, this time next year you'll okay. be you know where your captain will be here. Yeah. And leading young minds. Yes, uh, I will. Definitely. All right. All right. Thank, thank you, sir. All right. All right. Um, all right, folks. We're back with uh, our next guest. I just keep pulling him out of the, uh, the the forum. You know, everyone's having drinks and, and having a good time today at the AUSA event, uh, the Oktoberfest event here at the Penta Hotel in Wiesbaden, Germany. So I'm here with, uh, you know, one of my brothers, one of my uh, co-workers, uh, Andre Wilson. How you doing, Andre? How you doing? 
All right. Yeah. Not too bad. Um, yeah. So, uh, Andre, um, what's your affiliation with AUSA? Yeah. So my affiliation with AUSA, I've been with them, I could say probably around maybe 2019, 2020. Um, just a normal member that just tries to be involved with the organization itself and what it represents for the Army community overall. All right. So your former Army um, warrant officer, um, and uh, you, you spent a lot of time or retired from the Army, um, and now you're a government civilian, right? We work together, um, and you're, you're part of these community events, right? So why do you continue to, to serve, and what, what do you feel is your purpose? Um, in, in doing so. Yeah, so I retired around 2014, and then this is sort of like an avenue or venue where I can still be involved with the community, supporting the Army in a different capacity, whether it be the government, retiree, but then this is like, I guess like a vehicle, a vessel to extend what it is I can provide to assist those others within the Army um, in this particular capacity, you know, mentorship, guidance, right. leadership, things of that nature, networking, and that's what I kind of get out of AUSA itself. Right. So I think that's been the common theme as everyone has come in here, right? It's about the networking, the coaching, the mentoring, giving back, right? Because the Army's given us so much. True. Right. So this is our way to give back um, to others. And um, so I'm going to keep the same theme. The last question that I've asked everyone that's come on today in our five-minute burst, okay. right? So what's, you know, in, in your in your totality of your experience, what's the one thing you would leave with young professionals that you've learned over your time? I would say for the young professionals to just seek out, explore, get yourself educated, talk to those who may be doing something you have an interest in, just have a conversation with them. They are more than willing to tell you what their journey, their path was, and just learn from that. Network, right. talk to people. Right. That's And it's funny you say that because that is the common theme that everyone has said, right? It's about networking, getting out of your, your comfort levels, push the status quo. Um, you know, for for the young millennials out there, I mean, I'm I'm an old millennial, but <laughs> you know, those introverted folks out there, right? Just burst out of your shell and ask folks around you, because um, everyone has something to offer. So, Andre, thank you for your time. Uh, we've got a line outside the door, yeah. um, so uh, we're gonna get our next guest in here. But uh, yeah, so uh, thanks for thank your you service do. and thanks for your time. All right, thank you. All right. Um, so we're back with our, our next guest, and I'm extremely honored to have Lieutenant Colonel Retired Thomas Griffin. Um, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm, I'm not too bad. It's actually been pretty fun doing this yeah. uh, this round robin right. here. Uh, right. You get to know people. Yeah, get to know people and hear their story, and they get to share some nuggets. Um, what I did want to do, because we, we had a conversation as the night you know, first started about what you're doing for veterans in, in California. So could you just tell the audience a little bit about the, the, the nonprofit organization you're part of? Well, it's called the Veterans Foundation Center. Okay. And I founded it 22 years ago. Right. And uh, we were able to write for surplus government quarters when they closed Fort Ord in 94. If you were a nonprofit, you could get non uh, surplus quarters. Mm -hmm. So we got 40 homes on Fort Ord, the old post headquarters and a couple of warehouses. And then we, we began to write for grants and get money. And we redeveloped them because they were not occupiable at that point. Right. And we actually housed our first homeless veteran in 2002. It took almost four years after we got to be a nonprofit to get the money and get the houses we had. And ever since then, we have been housing homeless veterans in the 40 homes. They stay for 14 to 18 months. They can stay up to two years and they get programmed. And the good thing is at this point, we're housing 121. And we have a 93% success rate. And that means when they graduate from a program, nine out of 10 a year later are still clean and sober, have a home and a job. So it's the highest in the VA. The, the other thing that's so exciting is we have just three years ago began to take veterans who've been inmates in California prisons. And we've run 61 through a program in the last three years. There's a constant occupancy of 26. And when they've graduated, uh, those 61, we've had 0% recidivism. Hmm. That means 
no return to crime. Right. And that's the California state system is just unbelievable. They can't believe that. So they're giving us a bunch of money on the 1st of October to run a program in Soledad prison. They call it the hub for 1,200 veterans who are inmates. And that's that's a wonderful thing because those guys are grateful and thankful and they're just really, really good people. Yeah, because not only are you housing folks, you're also changing their lives and that's phenomenal. Well, I, I, I really have a passion for homeless veterans. I believe that veterans uh, should not be homeless. I believe that being non-political, that the VA is not doing what they should be doing right. or the government. And it's frustrating. And when I was working at the housing authority for the county, I saw homeless veterans and I said, this, this can't happen. So the, the good thing is this year, uh, we're gonna be spending both from the state for the veteran inmates, as well as other homeless veterans, $74 million in the next six months. We're gonna be building 71 apartments and then 80 units and expanding, of course, the veteran inmate program as well. Right. So that's a lot of money. It is. You know, and we, we, my big deal is we can't afford to screw that up because you're gonna hire good people and they damn well better be honest. Right. That's a lot of money. But in, in two and a half to three years from now, we're gonna be housing over 300 people and staff will be up to over 100. And that's that's a big program. Yeah, so not only are you creating jobs, but you're also providing a second chance for a lot of folks that otherwise wouldn't wouldn't have the opportunity. So, so what kind of drives your purpose, right? I know you talked about um, seeing homeless veterans and feeling like they shouldn't be homeless, but what drives that purpose for you? I think it's 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 you know, when I was in the army as an officer, the the big thing is take care of your troops; mm -hmm. they'll take care of you. Right. Well, these guys are my troops. And I always say to everybody, these veterans, I don't care. We have Vietnam veterans. We have Iraq, Afghanistan, uh, you name it. They're our kids. And we got to take care of them. Now, I want to hear this, you know. What do you mean you can't afford it? You know, so so that's what drives me is, is that these guys are still our troops. They need taken care of. In many cases in California, even though they're supposed to get their jobs back, they don't. And that's not enforced. I think it's a shame. I've been to see our senators and everybody. They don't do anything. So they don't get their jobs back. So they end up on the street. And to give you a, an example, we had a, a young man, uh, Isaiah, who had a wife. They're both Iraqi vets. And three years ago, we found him on the street in Seaside, self-medicating, meaning they were doing dope, right? Shooting up. And they had an infant seven months old. Uh, our outreach found him, we brought him in a program. And after 18 months, they both graduated. He moved to Florida and now he's a mayor of a town. See, they have this potential, all of them. Right. You know, just because they're veterans, they have already shown initiative and motivation. They just need a hand up, not a hand out, a hand up. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think there's enough organizations or, or resources put against the problem set. I couldn't agree more. Right. Um, so that's why when we connected earlier today, yeah. I, I had to have you on the podcast to really talk through, you know, and let folks know out there exactly what it is that, exactly. that you're doing for, for, for folks. I'm a veteran myself, right? Yes. And, you know, and I have two daughters and I couldn't mm -hmm. imagine that if I didn't have the resources where we would be. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. I know it's, it's uh, you've got to help these guys. Give them the hand up, uh, recognize that they're individuals, they're honorable people, and treat them as such. Absolutely. You know, and we've got Air Force, Navy, Marines, and, and all sorts of people, uh, every, every race, it doesn't matter. And we have women in our program, we have families in our program, and we have never had an incident, you know, and because we kind of inculcate them with the idea, hey, we're here, take advantage of this program and and, and make something of yourself. And that's what we do. No, I, I wanna say just on behalf of all the veterans out there, one thank you uh, for what you do. Um, I think we're, we're, we're all in, in this space because we wanna serve 
Exactly. Um, and, you know, we need to serve our communities, our own people, because we Absolutely. all share this rock. Absolutely. Whatever time we're on it. So, um, Tom, sir, thank you um, for your time. I know you have to go and, I know my, and, and meet your wife. But what I, what I will do. Um, shopping. I have to, I have to go stop. Yeah, right. Uh, what, what I will do, though, is uh, I have your card and I will reach out to you to get you on the podcast Okay. Um, where we can have a proper uh, sit down and conversation to really explore your story and pull the pull the string on that. So right, Eric. thank you, sir. Thank you, buddy. All right. Hang in there. All right, folks, we're back. Uh, we just had a, a great uh, uh, talk with uh, Lieutenant Colonel Retired Thomas Griffin. Um, he talked about his his, his establishment, which was um, the Veterans Transition Center out of uh, California. Now I'm here with uh, with Ben Lowe. How you doing? Doing well. How you doing? Eric? I can't complain. It's actually been a, a pretty fun event having the round robin. Yeah. So I get to meet all of the folks. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll hear from you a little bit today. So what's your affiliation with uh, with AUSA? So I'm affiliated as a community partner. So I work with First Command as a financial planner okay. here in Wiesbaden. I actually have a, an office in Frankfurt as well. And I've uh, been involved with AUS, AUSA for uh, several years, but uh, yeah, as as, as a, uh, a community partner. Right. Good. Yeah. I mean, you they, they introduced you. They gave you a little, you know, gift and shout out. And... I, I got the Army man. Right. I got right. the Army man. You know, I'm a community partner, too. I didn't get one. So I think, <laughs> I'm going to go talk to Gemma, right? That's yeah. it. We got to take that to the top. Yeah. So, no. So you've been affiliated for a few years, um, you know, and you're all about giving back um, to the community. Um, why is that important to you? So a couple of things is that I firmly believe that when you are as an individual, there's a certain amount of growth that you can achieve by focusing on yourself. Um, when you grow beyond that, you, or at least in my in my experience and my belief, is that by giving back to the community and you, by raising up uh, others around you, that that's where the, the true growth happens. Right. So uh, part of it, you might say, is altruism. Part of it is maybe not, because um, you know I think that giving back is uh, you know really really one one of the highest forms of um, you know. I know, being that's a, being selfless. I'm not sure if that makes sense, but no, no. I think it makes perfect sense, and I think that all of us are in this environment that you know we want to give back. We think it's important, and for whatever reason, right? Whether it's you know personal trauma, uh, you know personal um, um, growth that you've had within sure. within that, and others have given to you, um, or you know we're all a part of this military thing, right? This ecosystem, and uh, we we just want to give back to those that that you know that gave to us as well, right? Absolutely. So um, I think that's extremely important. But you know, one of the questions that I've been asking everyone, and it's kind of like uh, you know, take people by surprise. But um, we we started the whole podcast with Dr. Carter talking about uh, young professionals, mm -hmm. um, and um, you know, I, I I keep saying I'm I'm young too, but you know, I'm over forty now, so I don't know <laughs> if I can still say that. Can't keep playing that card. <laughs> right, right, okay. right. It sounds good. Sure. But you know, what's that one thing that you've learned throughout your your career, you know, through your experience, what's that one thing you would give back to a young professional? So I think that actually goes back to the kind of the, really the, the, the second questions you asked there is that, so giving, so what would I give back? I'd say that if you want to grow, you need to teach others. If you want to learn, you need to be also, also teach. It's some of the, 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 the best way to, to actually learn. So um, come from a mindset of abundance is what I would say, not from scarcity. Right. Um, when I say abundance, I mean knowing, believing that there is enough good in the world that you can put it out. You can you can you can contribute to the community. It will come back to you. Um, there's enough opportunity in business, in your financial life, in your, your love, whatever it is. There's enough out there that it's okay to go ahead and pour yourself into whatever it is you do because when you come from a place of scarcity which is the opposite of that you are immobilized you can't move you're scared to lose what you have right. and so when you come from that place you don't take any risk and if you don't take any risk life passes you by right and so what i would say to to young professionals is that come from a mindset of abundance give back to your community, give back to your peers, um, you know, impact someone's life in a positive way. 
not because you want to be positively impacted, but know that that is an incidental of that action. Absolutely. That's, that's how that goes. So um, that would be, if it's one thing, is the mindset of, uh, of, of abundance. No, I, that's probably the first time I heard somebody say it that way, but no, I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, we, we talk about on 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 our podcast and, you know, in, in conversations that we have with everyone is having that meaningful connection, finding those mentors, finding that network and that ecosystem. Basically, what you're saying is pour yourself into that. Right. And, and good things will come back to you. And, I, and I'm a firm believer of that as well. You, um, you, you have to. What do they what, what do they say now? Right. You take a take your shot. Try to hit the moon. Right. Right. Because if you miss, you're still amongst the stars. That's right. It. So pour yourself in and. Um, yeah, come 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 from a place of knowing that there's enough good out there, that whatever it is that you do, it'll come back to you. Awesome. Well, yeah. Ben, hey. hey, thanks for being a part of the, the podcast here. Thanks for having and, me. And we'll be in touch. Appreciate All it. All right. All right. We're back with uh, our next guest here at the uh, AUSA event here in Wiesbaden, Germany. And we have Bernardo Bernardo Quijano. Quijano. Yeah. So let me let it roll off the tongue. Bernardo Quijano. <laughs> so yeah. welcome. Um, so uh, Bernardo is here in, in Wiesbaden supporting uh, U.S. Army Europe um, as a active, uh, I mean, reserve uh, component on active duty, um, you know, protecting our nation's interest in serving uh, um, in, in that capacity. And you're heading back to um, you're heading back to Chicago where you're you're actual job as a police officer that is correct awesome yeah so um yeah you're constantly serving so what's your affiliation with AUSA uh my affiliation is I'm an invitee uh I know Gemma McGowan okay I work with her at USRF um and uh I've been invited to some of these social networking events where it's just been a great time and meeting great people yeah, it's a great networking event, and they even have a, 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 a very brand new beer um, here at the Oktoberfest. So it's been a great event so far. Um, I, I did have one. I'm not really a beer guy, but uh, it, it was phenomenal. But um, yeah, so so you know you are a reservist, right? So that's a that's a voluntary thing for you. You're also a police officer in in in, in the you know in your real job. Um, not saying your real job, your 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 civilian capacity, yep. and you're serving your community. So just let's talk about like what what drives you to to serve and what's your purpose? Well, one of the main things that drive me as as far as my civilian job is um, just growing up and because I was born and raised in Chicago. So seeing the the violence and seeing the all the tragedy that involves around you know, um, gangs and drugs and all that. I, I kind of was impacted on it and I wanted to react to it. So one of my ways of contributing and trying to help and do my part was to become a Chicago police officer. And um, maybe this is my way of like trying to reach out and help my city right. feel no, no, that's that's uh, that's actually phenomenal, um, you know, because greatness sometimes is uh, born from trauma. And, uh, you know, and the only way that we can we can fix things is by jumping, you know, feet first or head first into into the problem. So one thank you um, for, uh, you know, for serving your community. Um, so so with that being said, you know, wanting to help and, you know, we, we started our podcast tonight of talking about young professionals. Um, and this is a leadership podcast. So what would be, you know, based on your experience, whether it's the reserves or, you know, serving your community as a police officer, what's the one thing you would leave the youth or young professionals or young leaders out there? What's the one thing, golden nugget, you would kind of uh, advise them on? I think, I think my words, uh, one thing I would leave for the youth is that it's, it's easy to be uh, persuaded by what's what's the fad of everything what's what's going on and what's cool and what's trendy um now you need to challenge yourself by going out of that circle or coming out of that bubble and kind of take a step back and look at the big picture right. and see what what it is that's what's wrong right because everyone has their own opinions everyone has their own 
point of views. So you need to kind of step back and see what is going on, right? The, what's the main issue or what's the main problem that you need to, if you're if you're a young professional and you wanna, you wanna eliminate or you wanna help uh, solve problems, you have to take a step back and not, and not just like to take a step back and isolate yourself. You're, you're actually taking a step back and you're hearing everything that's going around you and, and understanding that, that there might be something that you can contribute to either change or revolutionize the way, um, the way that we think, right? The way that we're trying to solve a problem or trying to help each other yeah because one of the yeah because one of the common themes that we've had tonight from everyone that i've interviewed and i think uh, we're probably at about 10 folks now yeah. um is you know understanding that you have a network understanding you can pour yourself into the problem set to find a solution uh seeking out people like you within the community um to you know for mentorship coaching advice um but really getting out of your comfort zone and sometimes it's hard to to see light at the end of the tunnel when you're in the storm, right? Yeah. Yeah. But to your point, yeah, is like actively pulling yourself out of that, just to, to to kind of admire the problem, but also understand that there's there's something outside of your normal community and, and trauma. So, um, no one. I want to say good luck uh, to you as you transition back, you. you know, to your wife and and, and dog, um, <laughs> yeah. right? And you know, back um, to to your community where where you're going to continue to serve and do great things. Um, you know, be safe. Um, as you patrol the streets and 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 try to reach the youth um, and, and keep the community safe. So um, thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. All right, Bernardo. Appreciate it. All right. Okay. Hey, so I'm back with uh, our last guest before we bring back Dr. Carter. Um, but I'm here with um, Norbert Kanzara, uh, who is uh, part of the Frankfurt Berlin Airlift Association. Um, and what we talked about uh, uh, before we, we got on here was what is this association and what was his purpose that drives him um, to be a part of preserving history as part of this organization? And he has a story to share with us on why he continues to do what he does. So Norbert, welcome. Yes, uh, I have a special story. I born in 1947 in West of Germany. And in this time bringing packages, care packages from the United States to Germany for the peoples in Germany after the war. And in one this package was my baby shoes. Yeah, and for those not watching the video, he is showing us a, a, a his baby shoes that came in a care package back in 1947, which is uh, pretty special. And at this time, I'm working for the Berlin Association and this is the story you come back. My shoes, beginning my life, and in this time stay for the Berlin Airlift Association and for Gail's story, help the peoples and to give also back. And in this time, is it the same story we 1948, 49? This time helping the peoples. Yeah, and I think that's uh, extremely important in the times that we find ourselves is that they continue to give back through uh, classes for the youth to help preserve uh, our history so that way history does not continue to uh, repeat itself. But um, Norbert, uh, thank you for uh, joining us today. Um, extremely special story. And thank you for everything that you do in preserving our history. Okay, thank you too. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Howard. Okay, so uh, that that was a that was a great interview with uh, Norbert, um, who is part of the Frankfurt Berlin uh, Airlift Association. Uh, we, we we stayed on a little longer um, to to discuss kind of what their mission is and how they want to preserve history. They want to change history, and they do that through through helping um, through folks. Uh, you know that are that are uh, disenfranchised and or you know refugees because of uh, war um and or conflict so um now i'm back with dr carter um dr stephen carter since we opened up with you we wanted to close it up with you as well so uh yeah how was the evening 
Uh, this was a magnificent evening. I have to uh, give great credit to uh, our, our chapter president, Ms. Uh, Gemma McGowan, uh, our first ever female president of the C.W. Abrams uh, chapter here in Wiesbaden, Germany. She made me this great Oktoberfest beer tag as memorabilia uh, with my name on it, Dr. Carter, with a, a pretzel at the bottom. So I really have to give her credit. Uh, she thinks of things that we, we just don't think of. Right. Uh, but but what really transpired here this evening uh, was a lot of engagement and information exchange. I got the great opportunity to talk to some of our German partners, uh, a major, a captain. Uh, one is a, a president of their, their council in Darmstadt, Germany. I got to talk to some 56 mics. Uh, for those of you who don't know what a 56 mic is, in the Army uh, Chaplain Corps, those are chaplain assistants, a sergeant first class, a sergeant and a specialist, and talk to them about young professionals and the benefit of the Young Professionals Program, which is an AUSA initiative uh, designed for soldiers, uh, veterans, family members, AUSA members, uh, that really focuses on just just developing uh, those uh, those demographics and also offering networking opportunities and leadership opportunities because you have to realize that in many instances a a, a young lieutenant or maybe a sergeant first class or a master sergeant is working a staff position which is not necessarily a a full blown leadership position. Uh, we offer leadership opportunities, and we also offer the opportunity to speak with senior officers, senior civilians, uh, senior military officials, uh, just for them to have a network. Yeah. So one of one of the key uh, things. So we asked everyone that came on the you know the final question of what would they leave with a young professional uh, based on their experience in leadership, um, experience in their careers, life, et cetera. And I, I will tell you the majority, it was a common theme. A common theme was one networking, right? Putting yourself out there and, and, and bucking the status quo, becoming a lifelong learner. Um, and then, you know, the coaching, the mentoring, the aspir you know, going after your aspirations and ambitions and not being afraid to, to reach out to those that, that have done it before you. And it was, it was very, um, um, it was very it was very timely to have Norbert on, right? Because his whole purpose in life is to preserve history, yeah. right? And you can only do that by teaching, by asking questions, by sharing. Um, so that that was awesome to have him on. Have him on. So um, with that, um, we're going to close up our special um, uh, episode here of Leadership is Tricky, um, in partnership with AUSA, so the Association of United States Army. Um, here in Wiesbaden, Germany. Um, I'm Eric Ocasio. That's Dr. Carter. Um, yeah, so we're, we're going to sign off here. Um, for those uh, th those that uh, are watching the video, I did throw up the peace sign. For those that aren't watching the video, I did throw up the peace sign. So we're out from here. Um, we'll see you guys on the next episode.